Okay, guys. Let's play a little hockey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Obey the Puck. Kelly's here. Paul's here. We're all really excited today. Um, and I thank you, Paul. That'll be yeah, we're zooming in on that, buddy. Um, anybody like, like do you like my new intro now where I zoom in on everybody individually as you try? I thought that was a nice little touch. It made it look somewhat presentable. Well, wow. That was not what I wanted to do. Sorry. That's, that's okay. I never I want to, to share the post Facebook post. And... I never want to hear my own voice, so I have uh, actually got frightened for me. But um, so I have an issue. I have a I have a, a conundrum. And instead of doing my usual yelling and screaming, I thought we'd have a discussion about this instead of me doing the usual Dan thing, which will eventually lead to a heart attack. So we're just going to discuss the, the, the league and the person that is the name, the league is in the name of, that is the NHL and Gary Benton. And what started this off was he said, in, it was it last night, or I think it was during the media scrum before the games. I think it was Sunday. Yes. His annual State of the League address before the finals. Yeah. Where he said that not only do I think our officials have been doing a good job, they're the best of the major sports. And I, he, that broke me. As a hockey fan, that's that's what broke me. Not this other stuff that we'll talk about in a second. <laughs> but that's what broke me. And I don't know. I, because we'd all agree. And I don't think. Like, I got into this discussion about basketball where people were like, the Sixers lost because of the refs. No, that's not why the Sixers lost. There was bad officiating. But that's not why. The, the, the game's not rigged. Stop it. Grow up. And I don't think the NHL is rigged, all kidding aside. But what what is he seeing that I'm not seeing? Am I alone between the three of us in thinking that it is less than stellar, if not worse than bad and getting worse? Uh, Paul, you first. Am I crazy? What what else is he going to say? He's not going to say, "Yeah, our officials suck." Are they? Um, I I don't necessarily disagree with them. I wouldn't say that they're the best, but they're on a par with all the other major sports. They all suck. <laughs> they, all they all suck, suck equally. <laughs> and yeah, to, to to support your point, I've always been of the opinion that calls even out over time. Maybe not in a certain game, but sometimes you get a few. Sometimes you don't get a few. So. The pe- people who whine about officiating instantly, my brain shuts off and goes to a happier place because it's useless and it's not right. I, it occurred to me this year, I was tweeting something about the officials. I'm like, 
stop. <laughs> they're not in. <laughs> they're not out for your team. Just stop it, Dan. And I actually just dropped it. I was like, never mind. It's such a stupid thing to say. Now, that's not saying that to answer your first point, and this is a point that Darren brought up on Twitter. What is he going to say? I don't know. All he had to say was some variation of we could do better. This, this, this notion, it bothers me. That notion bothers me where it's like, well, he can't say anything. Of course he can. Yes, he can. Nobody's infallible. I'm not asking for anybody's job. I'm not asking for heads to roll. I use the word accountability. And I know there's accountability in, in, in on the inside. i assuming, you know, we had that one referee lose, lose his playoff um, uh, permission. Uh, not permission. Um, his stand. He's not allowed to call playoff games. I, I forgot the referee's name, but there's accountability there. But it doesn't stop there. Like there, there are there is when you watch the game, you go, "Why did that?" But you, the phone calls need to happen in the game during the game, not later. And all that aside, Batman, I'm trying to be professional and polite about it instead of saying what I said earlier. An acknowledgement, like. They're doing their best. Even if he said we're do- they're doing their best, they're doing their best. We could do a little better. Something other than we're the best. That's not true. That's a, that's dem- what's the Kelly? Kelly, what do we? That's demonstratively not true. Um, your thoughts on that? Before I go back to Paul, uh, the officiating in the NHL, which is one of the reasons, one of the reasons you stop watching. Um, I I can't even imagine how confused these refs are these days. I mean, because they got called out in the regular season with the, was it Tim Peel thing, the even ups. Um, and then, and then we've talked about it many times. The playoffs are completely different. It's a different rule book in the playoffs. Um, watch, I watched a, a bit of the first round and some of the second round. I've, I've dropped off quite a bit um, since then. And in the first round and I've seen it year after year, especially uh, in the NHL from like from period to period, it seems to be different rules, which is just so frustrating. Um, And listening to uh, some other people talk about it. And I think it's an excellent point. If you want to sell, if you're trying to sell the game to new fans, which you, that is the goal. That is Bettman's main goal or should be. Which I, and I believe it is. Um, you push playoff hockey is amazing, and it is. But to bring a new fan into playoff hockey, <laughs> and then hopefully they stick around and watch the next regular season, their head is just going to be spinning because like things that happen in the playoffs would never would never be allowed in the regular season. Um, it's it's I've I've said it before too. It's always bizarre to me that basically from the third period and into overtime, murder is legal. However, if the puck goes over the glass or there's too many men on the ice, <laughs> they're going to call that. But we have seen vicious cross check, repeated cross checks. We've seen all kinds of things that don't even 
they don't even raise the whistle near their lips to call in you know in the third season the third period or overtime and i can't imagine how confusing it is for for a new fan um to to try to piece together what is already a difficult game to catch on unless you're watching with someone who who is you know who knows the game really well and is good at explaining it which are two very different things <laughs> um i it it's just baffling to me so i i don't understand that disconnect but i do agree with paul Batman's not going to say anything else about uh, his refs. Okay, I, I do. But- I do wish they. I do wish they. They could. They had plenty of time. You know, they were going to talk about it. Come up with a statement more along the lines of what you're talking about, Dan. Like, they're not perfect. They are the best at their jobs. However, they're you know they're doing their best. They're going to miss things, um, and we're all going to see the games you know through different colored glasses and stuff like that and whatever. They you know they have a whole PR department to come up with a succinct way of saying that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they they weren't going to. They don't. They're not going to apologize during the playoffs. I, I, they, but I, and that's where I I and that's in where in lies my problem. Like I find that insulting. We're not stupid. Some of us are. I don't think I am a dumb hockey fan. Um, some people would disagree, but, you know, teach their own. They're wrong. Go, go after yourself. Um, I just found I found it pompous and insulting to the point where it wasn't that he said that that bothered me so much. It's been a bunch of stuff that have piled up and that <laughs> he said that I was like, I. I I hate you. I hate you and I hate your bobblehead and I hate everything you've done to this game in the name of money. I hate you. I hate you. And I don't know what to do now. Because part of me is like, well, what's the point then? What's the point? Because part of making something better is acknowledging it. And don't give me the behind closed doors thing. This is a national, this is an international sport. This is a national league that is covered in uh, internationally as well. And part of it is saying, Hey, we're doing this to better the game. So I don't want to hear the behind a closed doors thing. That to me just shows the ignorant, like, well, no, no, we're not changing it. And I, there's a fundamental issue that needs to be addressed with one of the things that Kelly just said was inconsistent consistency, which she's been saying for seven years now. <laughs> um, Paul, what about you and accountability? Closed doors, in front of open doors. What you, you as a fan, obviously I'm the one that feels most passionate about this and the most assaultive. You, tell me. Accountability. I think accountability does happen. I yeah. think what's frustrating is that it's not in the open like we may want it to be. But I don't know any league that would discipline its officials in public. It's a bad. It's a bad look. It's a bad precedent, and it doesn't work. It's it not a work. bad look to go. This guy did this. He's been disciplined, and we're going to work to make it better. Why are the players subjected to that in public, but not the people calling the game? Does I, that makes no sense to me? But you're both telling. But hey, the, you're both. Go ahead, go ahead, Paul. The same exact reason why when I am dealing with a complaint at work, yeah, and, and we discipline the staff person, I cannot go back and tell 
the person who's made the complaint what we have done to that staff person. Well, I'm going to apologize to Darren and say I'm wrong because my argument with him was, well, your job is not a public job. Their job is. My job is a public job. But it's not. But it isn't. It doesn't go outside your walls. Oh, it does. Oh, does it? Oh, yes. <laughs> is, is it televised? I sure the hell hope not. No, no, I'm not trying to fight with you. I, I don't. I don't know what you mean by it being public like that. I don't understand. Um, er everything to, everything to, I do, it can be part of the public record. Uh, I didn't think of that. See, well, then you know what? I, I'm. I'll say it. No, I'll back I don't. I don't think you're wrong, Dan. I think that as fans, it's absolutely we want to know. Hey. Don't don't um you know don't don't shine this pe this turd and tell me it's a rose. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Paul. <laughs> tell tell me you actually did something and and you know what and I have this discussion with every person who who I have to give this line of, of BS to. You know, it's not BS. It's we have to protect the employees. Same sure. way we have to protect the clients. Sure. And let me so, preface before you say it. I'm not asking for heads to roll. Yeah. I'm asking for acknowledgement. Exactly. And, and sometimes they can understand. Yeah. All right. I get that. But a lot of times like, man, I just want to know that you did something. I, I, I don't want this to be brushed under the rug. And, and I get that. And, it, and it's valid. It, it, it is absolutely valid. And the only way that we see the accountability is in the plum assignments. Who gets who gets the uh, the marquee games? Who gets the deep playoff runs? That's the only way, you know, that these officials are being graded and judged against their peers. Other than that, we wouldn't know what's happening, what's not happening. I, I just doing and saying, I think are important. I think it's important for a commissioner to do what he, to say what he means. And I don't get that from him unless it has to do with success and money. And the same day they were shoving these games down their throat, like we're bringing back this, we're bringing back that, we're bringing back this, and I'm like, but can you fix it? Can you? I, I just want it to be better. I don't want to sit here and argue about it because not argue about it in that way, but to debate a a call that we all saw that Toronto didn't see. In the grand scheme of things, go ahead, Kel. I would have to say, you don't make this what soccer is becoming, which is the VAR. The no, VAR stuff where they keep expanding it. And when it started, it was great. They would just review all goals and they would make sure that the ball actually crossed the line. And then they used it for offside related to goals. And then they now it's they look at anything that's called a red card to make sure that it actually was a foul, but that still brings in the ref. Like it just keeps expanding and you don't know it. It, it sucks now watching a game because a goal is scored, but you don't know if you can celebrate because you're like, I, his hair might've been slightly ahead of that guy's elbow on the uh, and you just you know it's it's the weirdest thing and i i don't want hockey to to turn into that and that's kind of that's kind of the alternative to humans being the referees and doing the best they can they do have review in certain cases now i know they've expanded it i don't even remember all the nuance of that i i read it i don't remember like, I think replay, replay has ruined every sport 
yeah, I, I really, you, you need to limit it. I'd rather go back to it's just Joe Referee calling the game. Yeah, we'd, I, we'd I, just I, deal with that. Yes, <laughs> I would. Yes, yes. I, you know what? Less to scrutinize. Because like, because, like, like Paul says, it it evens out eventually. I and, will. I would. I'll openly admit, Kelly, before you continue, uh, and then take it back over. I am. This is a complete situation where it's. I'm angry about something, but I don't have a solution, and I don't know what what to think about it. Like, part of me wants to say, I, I'm not watching this anymore. I love hockey a lot. I really, really love hockey. Not watching it is not an option. So it's like, well, okay, so what's the next step? What do you, what do, you do, Kel? I, well, you I stop, stop watching. I stop <laughs> watching when, I, when I'm fed up with it, which is pretty often during the season and then I'll come around in the playoffs and then yeah second round I'm usually like yeah I'm done again because <laughs> I still love the I still love the game it, it is it's just frustrating when that kind of stuff pops up again and again and I do I do really hate how how penalties are dealt with in uh, playoff hockey in NHL playoff hockey I mean it's kind of across the board but that's the one that the majority of people watch um, it's it's just it's just stupid. Why in the world um, they they brought this up on one of the podcasts that I listened to uh, in in the uh, Edmonton Winnipeg series? Uh, Connor McDavid did not draw one penalty call. So, I find that hard to believe. So you're telling me that the NHL doesn't want their star player, the best, arguably the best player in the league. To, to progress on in, in in the playoffs. Is it arguably? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just, I, I think he's the best all-around player in the league. I think there's a couple couple guys who are close to him, but I mean, he's he's your marquee star. That's a problem, I think, for some of, um, you know, the American markets he's stuck out in Edmonton, which in America, most people don't even know where Edmonton is, you know, so he's, like, he's on a team that's not over there. Big. In the middle of, uh, you know, he's not in Chicago or New York or something like that. Sure. But, um, so you're telling me that Winnipeg didn't touch Connor, Mc, Connor McDavid <laughs> in the entire first round. Didn't hold him, trip him, interfere with him, slash him, nothing. It's like, um, no, that that's not true. So you don't want any of these, um, the young players, the young, exciting offensive players you don't want them to be able to do well in the, in the playoffs because you're not going to call any of the penalties that you call 85% of the time in the regular season where these guys flourish and are exciting and entertaining and interesting. It's just, it, it doesn't seem to be a recipe that, uh, that works. It's, it's, it's almost like the playoffs are like the domain of old time hockey. Um, about it being old time hockey. <laughs> yeah, it's it's You're a weird thing, right. but it's like the old code. It, it works in the playoffs, and it's a man's game in the. <laughs> and if you no, can't deal yeah. with it, then then that's that's your weak, and you play wrong. It's like how can a player like Austin Matthews, who scores what forty something goals in fifty something games, all of a sudden he plays wrong. All of a sudden in the playoffs, he's a bad player. It's like. No, the game completely changed because you don't call 75% of the rule book. You know what's interesting about that, Paul, before you go, before you know what's interesting about that, whenever I see the word code, 
none of the old players ever used that <laughs> used that word had a code there is none, none of that according to them in the 80s and 90s at least that was there was no more code it was like hey have a beer later see ya or i really hate you stay away from me <laughs> you know, that kind of thing so it's so funny to hear people use it you know past the it, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, Paul, makes sense. Try to make sense of everything. <laughs> good game. Good game. Good game. I want to fucking kill you. Good game. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wasn't that Luchish? That was Luchish. Yeah. <laughs> good game. Good game. I'm going to fucking kill you. Good game. Good game. <laughs> make, make sense of the, of the random, huh? Yeah, fix everything, Paul. Come on. No, 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 no. Just your thoughts. You don't have to. Uh, I, listen, I, I was, I'm ready to stop watching, but like, like I said, like, what do you do as a fan? Because I, 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 I'm at the age where I'm like, no matter if it's benign or, uh, or, or, or serious, I'm tired of sitting around and not doing something about something I don't like. You get where I'm coming from? Then why why bang your head into that why why bang your head into that same wall time after time if it's not bringing you joy don't do it. I have found personally my my hockey watching has moved. the I don't watch every NHL game on TV anymore. I I watch the Bruins and really that's it that's it maybe once in a while, um, and I haven't had AHL hockey so <laughs> I I've gone down a level. I've gone to college hockey watched a lot of that. I uh, I've invested in women's hockey and, and i enjoy that so uh well, you work there yeah well even i found myself watching games that i'm not involved in yeah so. yeah i'll watch it on uh well i was watching on twitch and on tv and uh i hope they uh, expand that tv viewing audience well shout out to dax real quick who's listening and watching right now and water was, seeks its own level you know yeah yeah i well you know next year our problems are solved supposedly Looking okay right now. The AHL will be back. Everybody will be back full time. Yeah. 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 So, so we'll have AHL TV, which the year before bailed us out because I was getting tired of the NHL. I'm like, I'm just, let's, hey, the, the what's your names are on. <laughs> Condors are playing. It's 10 30. Let's go watch. You know, like, uh, it's just, I, I, I didn't expect to be affected by that comment because I don't pay attention to press conferences. Anymore. After the Sixers series and I, I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm out on press conferences. I'm not interested in that, what they're saying anymore. Uh, so when I heard that soundbite and I, you know, looked, I watched it to get it in context. So I made sure I had it in context and not just the sentence. I was just like, it just something. So throw us a bone, Gare. That's all I'm asking. Now, the one thing he did say, to segue, that I did like is that the uh, discipline of the Chicago Blackhawks will depend on what they find in the investigation. Now, I don't even know where to begin or what to say or how to deal with this, but I don't feel it's something we really can ignore. The Stanley Cup Blackhawks might have come with a bigger price. Uh, 
bigger than any of us uh, knew. Now, real quick, because Kelly was telling me, uh, Bergevin, who's now working in the um, Montreal office, uh, as GM, was uh, working in Chicago at the same time. And according to him, he was, un- he was unaware of any of the stuff going on. Every single day since the initial, uh, for those who don't know, and anybody, there's a lot of information. So if I miss something, somebody please throw it at me. Uh, There is a player who is a player or coach that is being. um, Is there a video, video coach, video coach? It was the video coach. Thank you. I I was like, I was like, was he a player at 1.2? I can't remember. And at this point, so much information hit me that is being accused of sexual assault, not just once, not just twice, like a bunch. Um, And then after that initial. So two players on the Blackhawks in 2010 reported this. Yes. They they reported in 2010 to the Blackhawks. Yes. 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 They reported it in 2010 to the Blackhawks. They they reported it up the chain. The exact way we tell our patients report it up the chain. The same way we we train our employees. Tell your supervisor. Tell your supervisor. Yes. And they did all that. And it was, there was nothing done about it. Zero things. The worst part about it, this coordinator left the Blackhawks after the 2010 season, after getting all the perks and all the fun stuff to come along with being part of a Stanley Cup champion. And he got a job with a junior team under 18. And that's how this all came to light. One of the under 18, one of the minor players came forward with the same allegations. And he was convicted and charged, I believe, in that case with with assault. And it was it was reported. Um, I forget the name of the Canadian reporter who's been the one person who's been pursuing this story um, since uh, the this the second part of the story. Um, for us uh, came to light was uh, that the Blackhawks wrote reference letter for this guy yeah, that helped him get that, that position with the junior team. So when I see people, the first thing I want to say, when I see people who say, and screw it, his, his name is Brad Aldrich. Uh, when I see people who the video coach, yeah, all right, I've never seen his name, so okay. I Yahoo just had it. When I uh, see people on and and it's social media, so take that for the grain of salt. That social media really, honestly, is in the world. Uh, say, well, just go to the police, stop being a victim. Easier said than done. This is why. People don't come forward right away. You have an entire organization, and here's where it gets it gets worse again, Paul. Even we already said it. I'm gonna say it again. This is where it gets worse. So it was reported, it went up the chain, it went away, and it became a running joke within the organization what was going on or what had transpired. It became a joke. That was funny. 
I don't even. Kind of seems makes refereeing seem silly to complain about. Yeah, that's why I did it first. Because I kind of wanted to start light and and I kind of wanted to be like, Dan, relax. And now it's like, no, I'm kind of mad about this. And I don't even know where to begin with this. Uh, And it's what I referenced earlier, Paul, when I said, you know, it wasn't that. It was just all this stuff that bubbled up and I popped at this. This was the correct thing where it did bubble up. And then this is on top of that big, huge shit salad that is the National Hockey League right now. Where and, you know, this has happened to me often. I was rendered speechless. I was like, I don't even I got nothing for this. And this isn't the first time something like this has happened in the world of hockey. Hasn't the first time as it happened in, with the Blackhawks organization, as Kelly pointed out. I cannot pronounce his name, Kelly. Even every anytime I read his name, uh, but the player that was on the Ice Hogs and he was with the Canadians and was in Colorado too. What's Aliu? Oh yeah, uh, I believe his last name's Aliu. Akeem Aliu. Akeem. Yeah. Yeah. Where Steve Downey was being a racist white trash piece of shit towards him. And they kind of went, eh, eh, you know. He went to the team, asked them to do something about it, and nothing was done about it. Very yeah, they let him go, right? That's what they did about it. Yeah, exactly, because he's the troublemaker. <laughs> it, this happens all the time in professional sports, unfortunately. It happened with the Phillies. It happens with all, Dick all, Allen. all sports, all levels, the 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 organization is always going to protect itself. Yeah. Which is very unfortunate. Well, protecting you. itself would be to take care of the problems so they this doesn't happen, in my opinion. But. Well, you think that way, but organizations aren't human. True. They don't, they don't seem to care about the individuals. It happened with the Phillies, Dick Allen. It took him that long to get him into the Phillies Hall of Fame for him to pass away less than a year later after getting it. But the... The story goes, and this is like, at this point, the story is like 18th hand. But somebody threw that word at him from his team in the Phillies dugout, and he attacked him. (laughs) He's like, no, F you, and went after him. And guess who left the team? Not the racist piece of garbage that's never been named. Dick Allen left. (laughs) It went somewhere... Uh, Reds? Did he go to the Reds? I believe he went to the Reds. To be excised from the team, and probably by his choice, it was probably 50-50, for almost 45-50 years to finally come home, get his... Because he was a great player. We talked about it on a stadium journey, I believe, Paul, where we mentioned his numbers, and if they were... If his numbers were any indication, he'd be talking about him and the upper echelon of hockey of hockey of baseball players but the organization decided to go the other way he was labeled as the hothead and it affected his rest of his career and that is bullshit and that base and i'm not saying akim aliu was a superstar but they did the same thing to him and this is a guy that was verbally abused and worse when he was younger went forward and they got rid of him. We, we, he's no longer a problem. That's not okay, guys. NHL do better. I'm demanding you to do better. 
Well, I think the point was brought up, the NHL does not have an independent um, person or organization in this, which would really be, <clears throat> which would really be helpful, even just from the PR side of it. But an internal investigation from the NHL, there are way too many conflicts of interest. Kelly, way, you know how you know how way ma- too many conflicts of interest. You at least mentioned that old boys thing. That's the that's the internal investigation. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you've got if you look at the you look at the office of the 2010 uh, Blackhawks. Those are huge names that are everywhere in hockey still. Of course, I mean they were successful, but the, the same people get recycled over and over. Um, yeah, you need an independent voice in this investigation. Um, I'm reading this to because I believe there is, I think they are going to have an independent review okay. separate from the NHL. I just wanted to clear that up because it was originally the NHL's looking into this and I think yesterday or, you know, two days ago, whatever the scrum was, the media scrum, he was like, no, 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 no. We are we are going to have a, an independent investigation look into all of this. Oh, good. And whatever they tell us, we will act upon it. So now the puck is in your end of the ice, NHL. The head trauma emails. Piles of stuff in between to this. Now would be a good time. We've mentioned PR four times on this episode. Please, I'm begging you. <laughs> it's not okay. All right, let's let's get a little light for the rest of this episode. Um, but Paul, did you have anything else you wanted to say about any of this or well, anything? That, you- no, that hits too close to home with my yeah. work and my career and everything else. I figured, I if anybody was going to be more affected or actually affected by something like that it would be because of what you did. Yeah. Um- <sighs> It's it's um, it's amazing just the parallels to what I've seen a million. What drives times. me crazy is this is not like we're not talking 30, 40 years ago. We're talking within the last 10 years and people are acting like, well, no, it should have. It just it just goddamn happened in the grand scheme of things. We didn't learn from the Maple Leafs. We didn't learn from Graham James. Keeps happening over and over. Keeps cycling it. The, the, the people involved did report it. They did what they were supposed to do. They went to yep. they went to who was supposed to help them, protect them, yes. and take care of the issue and deal with the issue. And nothing happened. Yep. That's another part of the reason that people don't come forward. Because the system is broken. <laughs> in many, not just in sports, in society and stuff like that. It's, Unfortunately, yeah, mirrors... that's yeah. I'm sorry, Paul. No, I agree. I'm just agreeing with you. It, that's the way it goes more often than not unfortunately is it, it it doesn't work out for the person who comes forward the stats are one in four girls are victims of sexual assault in their lifetimes one in six boys yeah not that many come forward not even close no i know somebody who came forward about abuse and was laughed off the planet not literally laughed out of their world and I'll never let him leave it live it down. 
I'll be around that corner every time to mention it to that prick. Glad he's getting married, though. Maybe she'll hit him. Um, let's move on to lighter things now. <laughs> she's she did bigger than him in every way. He'll die. Um, the lighter things uh, to Dax in the chat who said. Uh, so the rumor is that Seth Jones, that Chuck Fletcher is working on a deal for Seth Jones to come to Philadelphia. Not really sure how I feel about that. Uh, but Dax is in the chat saying I might get violent if Farabee is the forward that goes in the Seth Jones trade. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Seth Jones. You know, in normal circumstances, I'd be like, why would you add Seth Jones? But looking at the last three years of the Flyers defense, I'll take Seth Jones. And I'll trade Farabee for it and not blank. I, I really would. I know Farabee is going to be really, really good, but God damn it. This is a the, the, the defense for the Flyers is something that is like, we need to fix this now kind of thing. That's just me. Uh, that was just my own comment. I didn't want you guys to comment on any of that, but uh, you guys were real excited about this off air. So I figured I'd uh, close the episode with it to call you to the carpet. Hey, hey, Paul, you're getting a new, uh, you're getting a new ECHL affiliate. Oh, yeah, it looks that way, huh? <laughs> it was better than the off-air version. <laughs> yeah, the Maine Mariners. Well, this is not the first time because the Maine Mariners were the Flyers affiliate when the Flyers left town. They literally just swapped out the orange for the gold, and they were the original, uh, not the original, but they were uh, the ECHL affiliate for for the um, Boston Bruins. What was that, the 80s? The, they were in the 80s. AHL, not the ECHL, excuse me, AHL. Um, up until 91 when the team moved to Providence, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wait, is that the original Maine Mariners franchise? Yeah. Well, I forgot about that. I didn't know that. You sons of bitches. Yeah, the Providence Reds are actually in Hartford now. Hockey, man. <laughs> and I think the Rangers are uh, getting, because uh, they were with the, uh, were they the Maine Mariners affiliate? No, the Flyers were. Right. No, 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 no. Now, the now, the now Mariners. Who were they with last year? I thought they were with the Flyers, no? No, no, no. 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 Danny Brayer owned the Oh, team. no, no, no. They were the uh, Rangers, yeah. They're getting the Icemen, wherever they are now. Is it Jacksonville? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Sure. They're, they're temporarily in Jacksonville for like their eighth year in Jacksonville. <laughs> it's, been, it's been 20 years temporarily. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they're going back to Evansville at any point now. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of Icemen roaming around Florida. <laughs> exactly. Yes, yes. Yeah, well, nobody says Florida hockey is thriving. Uh, speaking of Florida hockey, I couldn't personally think of a Stanley Cup final I cared less of a crap about. <laughs> and I know I have some friends who are Canadian. I have a bunch of friends who are Canadians fans. Well, screw them. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, you heard it. Paul Baker said it. <laughs> well, screw, them screw, twice. screw them twice screw them three times for 1976 um yeah how do we feel about this final because screw them <laughs> <laughs> i think we, paul has made it abundantly clear made, how right, he feels paul, i'll ask <laughs> kelly can I, you asked me how i felt screw them <laughs> no, no, my lawn <laughs> it did, kids are doing it wrong <laughs> Um, 
we went into this playoffs saying that the Colorado Avalanche and the Vegas Golden Knights were probably unbeatable. And guess what? They got beat. It's over. So we have a, a we, we had a Boston Bruins team that was terrifying. Well, to everybody who wasn't a Boston Bruins fan who knew yeah, how they, it was going to go. They terrified us, too. <laughs> I don't know anyone who was terrified by Boston. Uh, they other made than me Toronto. Ne- <laughs> uh, no. They made me nervous, but that's probably more my team than their team. Um, <laughs> but we have a final that I didn't expect. I really thought it was pen- penned in as Colorado versus somebody. Man, Instead, if you put some money down on Montreal at the beginning of the playoffs, you're you are 100 to 1. Rich, man. 500 to 1 shots. Oh, my <laughs> God. I can't believe. We're in a world time. And I have, I personally really don't have anything against Montreal Canadiens. Screw them. I don't, Paul, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if it's been clear. That I'm not Paul sure. <laughs> I might. think Paul does though. I Paul I'm might. not, I mean, we might need to clarify. Maybe he could put together a PowerPoint or something about this. Uh, yeah. About show you. It's just, <laughs> it's just the PowerPoint is a picture of a screw rubbing and bumping into the. <laughs> Gonna be my ass on this screen in a second. <laughs> no, I can't do that on Twitch. I'll get kicked off. I wouldn't want to do that either. Never mind. I wouldn't do that to anybody who watches. I can't reach. <laughs> Not even my wife wants to see that. Wow, gee, I, that's a whole other discussion for another podcast. But no, we're we're here with the screw them's and the the other screw them's, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Maybe everyone can lose. And now I would that. That's root a terrifying root for the refs. No, oh. after this episode, no. <laughs> That's why that was a joke. Ha <laughs> Below average. No, no, it was above average. I'll give it no. Um, With me, my green pen. So I was going to say that the lightning will probably mop the floor of them in four games, but I, this this whole playoffs has been a, a crapshoot of everybody being wrong and bracket busting and just brokenness of the NHL this year. I I I I don't know I don't know how this is gonna go. Paul you said screw him, so never mind. Um no really what Tampa Bay, right? You know your like you said your brain would say yeah Tampa Bay's gonna run all over him. Montreal was the 18th best team in the league during the regular season. They wouldn't if the playoffs were set up any other configuration, Montreal wasn't even here. But Guess what? They're here. Now, they did run them over in the first game. Like, it wasn't even close. close. It was close for a while. Third period wasn't close. It was close like that long, man. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly, what do you think? Yeah, it should be over quickly, at least. Let's end this quickly so we can get but, I up mean, to the next the year. Habs, the Habs have made a, a, a playoff season of proving everyone wrong, so maybe they will. God, I don't try to say in Flyers world, what would make me more mad? The Lightning winning would not make me mad. But seeing the, the Canadiens win it again after it's only been 26 years. Not long enough. 26 years of not having a cup. Not long enough, Paul. Exactly. I like when Toronto was in, I was like, if this is the year, I won't be upset. They've had it worse than us since 1967. Literally, I wouldn't be upset. Montreal would piss me off. So that's probably what's going to happen. Just to, just so we get another episode of me going, what the fuck again? 
just again. With that being said, I think we've had a very good episode. Uh, Columbus Blue Jackets will take Jake back for Jones and the like. <laughs> I'm regretting Jake for a check ever coming here. It's the, nothing has come from score a check, and I'm very sad about that. But anyway, uh, Kelly uh, cannot be found on social media. So just go to Obey Puck Show on Twitter and Obey the Puck on Facebook to find our page. Yell angrily at the screen. Yes, yell angrily at the screen, and she'll go, What? Does that work? I'll be like, That's a good point. You're yes, right about that. I never thought of it that way. She, she never I says know. that when I yell at the screen. She you, throws things at me. You can feel better up. about it. Shut up, Dan. No, shut the <laughs> No, no. It's, the, it's almost like mom. It's like, I'll be just doing it. You just hear any other. Dan! That's it. I'm like, do you, get, do you get Daniel when you're no, really bad? No, really no. Bad? she knows not to do that. Kelly knows not to do that because my mom is the my mom is the only person that calls me Daniel. My friends have some variation of the last name. Kelly doesn't call me Daniel. My nobody calls me Daniel except my mother. So Daniel is not one that you it's just Dan. Shit. Shut up. Guys, uh, got bad guys coming in from the west. You know, like, uh, Paul, where can the people follow yeah. you? A C- couple of quick things. Uh, our condolences out to David Pasternak oh, and Rebecca yeah. Rolson, who uh, news broke this week they lost their six day old son. So, I mean, that's that's you know, really. I don't want to, I don't want to ask specul- speculative, but do they know what happened? If I'm sure that they do, but. Okay. They've asked everyone to respect their privacy. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Cool. And uh, they haven't made it public. And uh, the NWHL draft was tonight. That's right. I was watching the first round. Keep track of boy, it on Twitch. Boy, on Twitch. Could the NHL please take a page from their playbook? This draft was over in like a minute and a half. Nice. Dude, I don't want to start the episode over, but I'll bring it up in another episode. That's another thing Batman said that I almost threw something at the wall. When it's feasible for us to step in, we will. So, so congrats to Taylor Gerard from Quinnipiac University, who was picked first overall by the Connecticut Whale. Quinnipiac, 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 Quinnipiac. Nice. Oh, she didn't have to go too far. Yeah. It's kind of funny how the NWHL does it, because last year, Sammy Davis was picked number one. Where was she from? She was picked first by Boston. She's from Boston. Wow, so, so yeah, these players don't travel. Sorry to mark against her. <laughs> so, yeah, it's kind of weird that, you know, the players, because they work full time. So they're not going to play in Minnesota if they live in Boston yeah. and vice versa. So they kind of, it's kind of, I don't know, I want to say rigged, that's one word to use, but it's kind of arranged where you pick the best people in your territory. They stay on their A grade. Yeah, that's not the word I wanted to use at all. A range. Oh, yeah, until you're throwing millions of dollars at them where they exactly. can relocate and stuff like that. Yeah, you got to you got to work. Until they can make a livable wage doing this, that's the way it's got to be. Yeah. Seems reasonable. Imagine that. <laughs> well, they're women. They have to prove themselves. Go ahead, Paul. Anyway, your outro. That was it. And uh, you can find me at Buckman R.I. on social Fal- media. Follow the show. As I said, I'd obey Puck Show on Twitter, obey the Puck on Facebook, the HIC Talk Radio Network. Type that in to your podcast app, aggregator, or website. Look for the 
brand new red and black logo. Hit the uh, subscribe or follow whatever your app uses, whatever word, because they're all different. And please tell your friends, listen to the HIC Talk Radio Network. We will be back in two weeks. I just don't know what for. Um, I'll find something to complain about and be told that I'm crazy. Uh, which actually celebrate the Stanley Cup champion. Yes, we're, we're going to celebrate the Stanley Cup champion. And we'll also celebrate the Bakersfield Condors. No. No? No, no we won't. <laughs> Kelly Cup's also underway. That's right. This I saw the Stingrays. <clears throat> I saw the Stingrays got... <laughs> I saw the Stingrays got uh, their butts handed to them in the first game. And I haven't seen... It's tied 1-1 one, one now. There you go. That was my question. Uh, go... Stingrays. Comics. This is the correct answer. Care about the stingrays? You're an affiliate. Good night, everybody.